0: Hi guys, this is Mandy, and I have ridden a bicycle
1: drunk and gone snorkeling drunk. Hmm. Hi everyone, this is Ollie, and I think you all should really focus on covering up your cameras when you're not using them. Phone cameras, game cameras, laptop cameras. And this is the Mandy and Ollie podcast.
0: You search for guys with the most things. Ran away and your
1: mama with the keys to the yeah, keys to the mustang Same ones, how you, are you no today offense, mandy buddy, yeah,
0: i am hungry and i'm going to tell easy. you why okay i'm going to tell you <laughs> in my uh <laughs> in my uh goals update okay okay so i have been participating in a detox it's a two-day detox,
1: and I'm on day two,
0: so I haven't eaten any food.
1: Oh, so is it fasting, or are you, like, detoxing from everything? Uh, I mean, a I, that's a real good
0: question, because <laughs> when the people have been asking me, they're like, oh, you doing it for religious reasons? Is it a fast for that? And I'm like, no. It's <laughs> I say a detox because the juice that's involved says it's like a detox but really it feels more like fasting because i don't feel like anything has been released from my body that's abnormal in fact i feel like my body's trying to retain everything that it can Mm -hmm.
1: because it's like you're not feeding me what's what's that about (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think around day three is when, well, from what I know, from, like, fasting and detoxes, around day three, that's when your body's like, okay, I can't keep holding on. i got to burn some of this. So hopefully by tomorrow that will kick in for you. you, By tomorrow I'm going to be eating. Oh, that's what I was about to say. Well, how long is this supposed to be for and what is it for? My coworkers were
0: doing it and they were kind of – being a little lackadaisical where they're like, okay, we're going to do it. But they didn't really want to. So they're like, maybe this day, maybe that day, maybe the next day. So me with my, I don't like to diet self was like, all right, I'll do it with y'all. So that way you have to do it. And because what's hard for me with this type of stuff, dieting and in particular uh, working out is it's hard for me to be accountable for myself. Like it's, I have no problems with working out, but when I try to work out by myself, I'm like, mm, I don't feel like it. <laughs> so then I don't. <laughs> so sense. with yeah, so with this, it's like we're continuously texting each other throughout the day about how much we've drunk of the um, detox juice and how we feel and stuff like that. And it's mainly just us complaining and being like, man, this sucks. But (laughs) it's still an encouragement to say, like, well, we're not going to give up and blah, blah, blah. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, They're doing way better than I am, though, because I don't really drink that much. Like, I already don't drink as much as I should. I tend to be dehydrated Mm -hmm. because I don't feel thirsty, so I don't drink. And this is literally all I can do is drink, either the detox uh, juice or water. So... I've just been sitting here, and I'm like, I don't want to drink this anymore. But I'm also like, I can't eat anything else. So I just, I didn't finish my first day's jug, and now I'm struggling on the second day to finish the first and the second day's jug. And they've literally already finished
1: both days. jug sounds intense. <laughs> yes, so what is what is gallon. It? Is, it, is it a special juice you guys make, or is it just like water with lemon and cayenne pepper and honey? Is it that one of those kind of things? It's not that one, <laughs> okay. but it is just
0: um, it's grapefruit juice, orange juice, and and lime and lemon or something like that with water. The issue is that we pay a good amount of money for it, for, cause it was you know already made by somebody else. Uh. So I'm like, the amount I pay for it, it would have been like if I ate out, not like at a fancy restaurant, but if I ate out for the past two days that's how much it would have cost it. So it's not, like, super expensive, but it's, like, I literally did go to the grocery
1: store and buy a bunch of healthy stuff to sleep. <laughs> it
0: was so do you so feel like much- it was worth
1: it because it was more convenient and you didn't have to, like, juice and clean up and everything else?
0: Um, I definitely enjoy the not having to clean up part because I hate mm-hmm. doing dishes. So that part is good. But besides that, I'm just, like, ready to eat. And... I feel like for tomorrow and the day, the beginning of the day afterwards, I am going to still try and just eat my vegetables, mainly because that's what I have, my vegetables and my fruit. But I am like, I called my mom and I was like, you want to go out to eat on Saturday? (laughs) Because I'm like, I want to eat something really good. Something that tastes real good that may not be healthy. Like, I just want to go in a little bit, but not right out, out the gate. Right. So, especially since I was doing this as a solidarity act, even though I do, like I said, probably need
1: it. That's cool that you have something. I I do really think that group accountability, like, works, or at least is better than just relying on yourself. So it's nice that you all are deciding to participate together. That's cool. Yeah. And then
0: it made me, like, kind of talk to my sister about working out and us doing a group accountability thing because my mom was supposed to be my group accountability for working out, but she'd be less accountable than I am. So
1: I really don't. I thought it was helpful. her idea, though, that you guys, like, go walking and she has the exercise machine and stuff, right?
0: I mean, yeah, but that doesn't mean she's accountable.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. It's like She's
0: like, that would be a good idea. Because every time I see her, she always is like, yeah, um... We should work out. I'm like, yeah, we should. (laughs) That's fine. It's all fine and dandy to say, but when are we going to do it?
1: That's really funny. In the last couple of years, I have noticed this resurgence of people, like, talking about getting healthy and getting fit. And literally, I'd say from the top of this year, I've seen it more than ever where people are like, no, seriously, we got to do this. No, seriously, we have to have a routine. No, seriously, we got to clean up our diet. we got to stick to it. Oh, we're off track. Let's get back on uh-huh. track. Like, I've heard a lot of that. And I was like... Is it because we're getting older? Like, are we hurting more? Are we just learning more? Are we more knowledgeable? Like, what is the reason that it just seems like everyone I know is like, all right, I got to get it together. I'm like, I don't know.
0: (laughs) This is my first time in life actually gaining real substantial weight, and that's why I'm saying it because I'm just not used to having the weight visible to me. Because my weight would fluctuate, but my body frame, I felt like I was still good and confident with it. But the body I have now, I'm just like, I don't even understand. I don't understand. I I can't even add more words because I'm like, I don't comprehend what it's doing because I'm not used to this. So, and I know part of it is like, you know, getting older and hormones and blah, blah, blah. So I'm just like, well, I guess I have to make a lifestyle change because I'm only going to get older
1: (laughs) and it's only going to get worse. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like my metabolism has always been slow, but when I decide to work out, my body's like, okay, here we go, let's do this. And then when I don't, my body's like, okay, it's cool. But what I have noticed about my body lately is that when I get, injured it's not healing as fast as it used to and i'm not saying i have like wolverine Uh. powers but i've noticed like the the dog one of the dogs scratched me on my foot maybe a week and a half ago and i just happened to look down i was like why hasn't that gap peeled off yet and i looked i had another injury on my hand that should have healed by now i'm like this is very odd you get what i'm saying like usually it doesn't take as long to heal or some of them are starting to leave like Scars that are more visible than usual, and I'm like, I don't know. Maybe you gotta f- legit commit to like neosporin and stuff.
0: That's yeah. how my grandma
1: is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not one of those kind of people. I usually I used to, well, maybe that's what it was. I was more so preventative, or I cared more. Like, I guess when I was younger, I'm not even a couple of years ago, where if I got a scratch or something, I put coconut oil on it, I put shea butter on uh, it take butter on it and then be about my way. Then, like, two or three days, it's gone. So maybe it's because I'm just, like, whatever now, but it's alarming me. Like, two weeks go by and the small scratch is still there. It doesn't make sense to me. So I'm going to work Mm. on moisturizing more often.
0: Oh, yeah, moisturizing is definitely important. Yeah. We don't do nothing else. Put on some lotion, butters, Mm -hmm. as you were just saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Creams, mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Or as you were just saying, too, getting your insides because it starts from the inside. So oh, hydrating. Drinking, <laughs> yes, drinking before you realize yeah. you need to drink because when you get to the point of, oh, uh, I need to drink, it's too late. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what's hard for me. Like, I just don't feel thirsty. Like, I'm never really just like, I want to drink right now.
1: Yeah. No, I get it. Even I, so we. I have sparkling water. And so when they're on sale, I'll get those, and I'm like, okay, it's a little bit of flavor, but I've noticed lately when I'm drinking regular water, like I'm forcing myself to do it. And I'll do it, but it's like a chore for me for some reason. Yeah, that's how I feel all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how it's supposed to feel like? I don't know. Some people are like, yeah, water, 80% of our body, yeah, tasty, and I'm just like, eh. (laughs) <laughs> i function without a you know drinking three gallons a day for a while now so maybe if i drink more i would function better i don't know we'll see
0: i'm gonna okay. i'm gonna
1: up my uh, water intake and i've been making a little bit of different like diet changes but it's when I actively make diet changes, it's not good because there will be like four days where I'm set and then the fifth and sixth day I binge and then I kind of reset again and that's not good. So when I'm not thinking about it, I'm okay. But when I'm actively thinking about it, it gets worse. And I don't know why that is. That sounds like me. Oh, that's really? The problem I would have.
0: Hmm. I mean, I don't ever really go on a diet, so I can't even for sure say that would be it. <laughs> well, or, I don't like, try like, and change my habits. I don't even right, really Right, that's say what I was that. about
1: to say, a habit thing, because it'll be, like, a month or so where I go without, like, getting maybe certain snacks or certain this or that, and then, like, the other day I was in the store, and I was like, uh, why not, why not, and I just got <laughs> out. <laughs> it wasn't even candy related Like it usually is It's just stuff I usually don't even eat So I'm like what am I doing And I get home and I'm eating it I'm like what am I doing and I got to like my third pack of peanut butter cookies I was like what am I doing <laughs> so, Yeah but sometimes I'm just like Like we need to pig out Or indulge
0: Like I feel like generally speaking I could go long periods of time Like you said without eating snacks But then I'm also like, I want a snack. I'm finna eat the snack. (laughs) It's hard for me to, I don't know. I just, I just don't see the point in stopping myself from doing what, what
1: I'd like to do. Hmm. (sighs) Something we can both work on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I knew that was coming. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you have any goals that you've been working on this week? That's the only one I've really been working Man. on. Okay. Yep. So Oh, I'm you,
0: gonna try and finish my table this week. Table.
1: That's are it. you painting or are you building? Like what are you doing? Refurnishing? I
0: think I told you about it in the podcast last time, uh the tire table. I thought that was going to be a planter. Mm. no, it's either gonna be a table or ottoman.
1: Oh but it's I a don't table. know why. I thought you were gonna be putting plants in there. No, nah. I might do that if I ever find another one. Okay. So, like, how how's the process going? Like, is someone helping you, or are you just doing it all by yourself? I did have help
0: uh, towards the beginning with, uh, I don't have a power drill, so uh, my friend came over with hers, and we did the screwing with the plywood and the legs and all of that stuff and uh, painting. And then she helped me originally I was using Coke. C A U L K. Coke. Coke. <laughs> coke However you pronounce it, every time I say it. So you talk about the beverage. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to add the L, like make it a hard coke. I don't know. Cause if not, get a little dicey. But um, it wasn't working that well, so then we switched over to hot glue. And the hot glue worked well, fortunately, but then I was ran out of hot glue. So that's really why I hadn't finished it because I needed to buy more hot glue and I didn't go out and get it. So like yesterday. do you have any?
1: So I haven't been working on writing my goals down. I just haven't. And I feel like I say that every time we come to talk. I will say that I have been more mindful of wanting to be organized and not wanting to be messy. However in sharing uh, one of the spaces I share right now, it's kind of difficult because it's like my workspace is kind of also my living space. And I think sometimes uh, other people don't really understand that or grasp that. So if they see like, some of my work stuff kind of aloof. They think it's okay for their personal stuff to be aloof. And I'm like, no, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is uh, work stuff and I'm working with minimal space. Or I feel like there are times where, um, or this could be anywhere, even if you're living like with family members or with friends or roommates or whatever, where like you might put something down and then people think, oh, let's just have a melee. Everybody just put junk down everywhere. And it's like a free for all. And I'm like, I need you to be your own person and (laughs) not follow my lead because I'm not leading, I'm just working. So just trying to stay organized for my sanity and for my business and so that other people don't think it's okay to be disorganized has become one of my goals that I've had to work on. Yeah, that's all I have for goals.
0: Well, I still think the fact that we're keeping track of them Um, we're making progress. We're really paying attention to what we're trying to do. So I feel accomplished in that alone. And because I know that I'll be able to eat food too.
1: (laughs) Right around the corner. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Mandy, do you have anything for This is a Safe Space? I do.
0: I have one main one that could be a long discussion, and then one small one that was just like an epiphany or a thought I had that could have been fueled from the fact that I didn't eat yesterday. Oh, <laughs> I like these epiphanies. Eyes. Okay. So, the epiphany I had is I understood now how the movie Soul Man was produced and why. White people or the people that created
1: it thought it would have been a good idea. Can I interject? Was mm-hmm. Soul Man the movie with Cedric the Entertainer or Bernie Mac? So or there Samuel was Jackson. one
0: with Samuel Jackson and Bernie Mac. Okay. Um, but that's not the one I'm talking about. Okay. So the one I'm talking about came out in the 80s oh. and it's where, yeah, it's, it's mad problematic. It's a problematic <laughs> film. It's where uh do you remember the
1: movie The Outsiders? Yeah. I remember we had to read that book too.
0: Yeah. So the guy that plays Pony Boy, he's the lead in the movie Soul Man. And he takes tanning oh wait, okay. Well in the in the movie he takes tanning pills. But of course for the actual film, he basically does blackface.
1: Whoa. In to- the eighties
0: well, I shouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Right. It's Still happening today. (laughs) But he's trying to pass as a black man in order to get a scholarship Mm. for Harvard. Mm. And he basically learns what it's like to be black and how it's difficult for black people and why the concept of things like affirmative action or the black only scholarship or minority scholarships like exist. You know, it's been, it was received poorly and it got a lot of backlash for obvious reasons mm-hmm. being the blackface. Right. And it just wasn't a good movie. But. As I was in my hunger filled stupor, I was like, oh, I get why they thought it would have been a good idea, (laughs) which is basically that um, the thing I had the epiphany about was affirmative action. So a lot Mm -hmm. of people equate affirmative action to giving minorities like a pass in order to Mm -hmm. get a, a door open for them that should go to an already qualified person not understanding that they have to fit all of the same qualifications for other people like that other people have usually even more so because they they have to be the best amongst the minority group along with all of the regular qualifications that people have in order to be chosen amongst the the people that get to have that affirmative action uh, entry. So the thing that he learns in the movie where he's like, oh, lo and behold, there's actually someone played by uh, Ray Dong Chong. For those of you who don't know who Ray Dong Chong is, she is a biracial woman. Um, Her father is Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. And then her mom is um, a black woman. So she's black. Asian and maybe white. Um, You might know her from The Color Purple. She's the one that Harpo was sleeping with besides Sophia. Anyways, that's not the point. She she plays the black woman in the movie that would have gotten the scholarship if he hadn't done the blackface to get the scholarship. Mm. So he meets her and sees, like, how difficult her life is. Um, and that she still has to work even harder to now find the money for for her to go to Harvard because she didn't get the scholarship, because he got the scholarship by pretending to be black. And in his mind, he was like, well, I did everything I need to do. I just wasn't black, and that's why I didn't get this money. So it's like the only way that a white person could understand that being a minority is difficult and that not only do we have to meet the standards of the everyday person, but then we have to overcome additional challenges. Is if they pretend to be black and then see the challenges that a real black person has to face. Mm. And I was like, I get how they what thought they were trying to do. Yeah. This was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> but then you put them in blackface, and then everything went out the
1: way, So Yep. Yeah. I wonder for, like, productions like that. Like, I do want to see, like, who's in the writer's room? Like, is it a diverse writer's room? Do y'all have one person with just this one idea? Like, who, you know what I'm saying? Like, who is telling the story? Because I'm sure someone could have said, or maybe not. Maybe if you're, like, the only person of color in a room of, like, 20 white men and women, you don't want to speak up and say, well, I don't think that's a good idea. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, I, I just I just can't see, So I don't know. Like, blackface is a big no-no. It was a big no-no back then. Whoa. I'm sorry. I almost saw this chair. I don't know. It was a big no-no back then, too. So I just, uh, some stuff that they let slide, like, I know a lot of stuff used to slide, like, way back when, even, like, watching some old movies, like, over now, I'm like, whoa, we let that slide? But, yeah. Blackface has just always been a no-no. No ma'am, no sir. No way, no how. I mean, not always. It was literally a whole genre. (laughs) No, but I mean, like, for me. (laughs) There's never been an excuse for it.
0: Yeah. So that's my first thing for this is a safe space. I understood what they were trying to do, but y'all was tripping. And don't really try to do it again, because I don't know that y'all would have learned your lesson. And then it made me think about, like, certain actors and actresses who have who are mixed race, but you can't tell, like, people who are basically passing.
1: Mm, I had this conversation with a common friend of ours the other day, and I just just listing off people, like Pete Wentz, the girl who played Spencer, and um, Pretty mm-hmm. Little Liars, and a couple of other people. And I was like, when I brought it John up to – I think it's her name. Yeah, yes, yes, that's her name. And they were just like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> a lot of these people, they don't even look like they have, like, for lack of a better term with a drop or an ounce in them and it's like you get the benefit and the privilege of passing. So... Yeah, it's it's the passing
0: and then it's the not trying to incorporate that in their character at all. They're just like, well, you look white enough so we're not going to even try and make it a conversation about Mm -hmm. how you actually do come from a minority background or where you look racially ambiguous so they stick you with something else i wasn't going to talk about this but um there was a kid on disney cameron boyd i think is Boyce. Boyce. yeah cameron boyce he is jewish or he was rest in peace again he was jewish and black but on disney i think he was playing a lot of characters that were like hispanic Hmm. so you know me not and then i'm you know, too old to really be watching Disney, so I didn't have a reason to to not know or not believe that he was of Hispanic descent. Um, I think with the exception of Descendants, uh, Wendy Raquel Robinson was playing his mom, so I was just like, okay. Like, I didn't question it, because I was just like, these are literally fictional characters. It doesn't matter to me who his mom is, but then... You know, unfortunately, for this to be the thing for me to find out, oh, that he's mixed race, um, with being black, African American specifically, I was just like, oh wow, like it's just one of those things where they he didn't look like that character, and then they didn't, or he didn't look like the type of person that they feel represents a black person, and then they didn't want to make it a part of his
1: character. They were just like, we're you look more like this, so we're gonna make you this, mm. and. These are like missed opportunities. This is the perfect opportunity to say, you know what, this this would be an example to show that not all Hispanic or black people or brown people of this certain cultural ethnicity look a certain way. So why not portray him as the black and Jewish man that he was? So mm-hmm. that's just kind of ridiculous, all these missed opportunities or people that miss the mark where it's like, wh- why make someone who is black and Jewish a Hispanic person, like, why? Just why? 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 <laughs> yep. Doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Um, was that all you had Prince of the Safe space?
0: I had one more thing, which is okay. very ambiguous, so it's definitely just going to be a conversation. But I was talking to somebody. Well, we were listening to something, and then we started having a conversation about what makes a hope. Uh. (laughs) so I wanted to have that conversation with you because something that she said that really stood out for me and you can see if you agree with this, but generally when people are talking about hoes, they're talking about women. Yep. And because a man can do the same thing. And even if they are called a hoe, they're not treated the same way a woman would be treated. Yep. But, In large part, like a definition or a thought process of a woman being a hoe is that she sleeps with a lot of people or she does a lot of sexual things with a lot of people, and therefore she can't be looked at or taken seriously. However, the thing that was said to me that I was like, oh snap, that's really true, is that what makes a person a hoe is also the perception that a man tends to have of that person on how they would rate or receive them so if a girl is has sex with a guy maybe they went out on a date first maybe they were hanging out whatever the case may be but if she has sex with him and she wants to pursue a relationship and he doesn't want to pursue a relationship with her he's just looking at her as just like oh we had a fling and that's it that's another person added to her docket she now has to start from scratch and because he perceived her as like, oh, you're just somebody that I had sex with. You're just somebody that I asked. I don't take you seriously. You're a hoe. It's like, but that wasn't her intention. That was based on the intention that you had, which was you never intended to date her for real, but you were going to have sex with her even though you didn't want to date her for real.
1: Um, I would see that as a 50-50 thing, though, because you you can't go into a situation with your intentions and not having discussed your intentions with the other person and then get your feelings hurt when you guys didn't talk about what the situation was. Yes. And
0: no, like I feel like you can go out with someone and just, be, and think you're going on a date and this person and one person is like, we're going on a date to really see if we like each other, we could potentially be something more. And then another person would be like, we going on this date And if I smash, I'm never going to talk to her again. And if I don't smash, I'm never going to talk to her again because she don't put out. And they're going on dates because they want to hook up with someone, not that they're looking for a relationship. Like, people aren't always honest about what their intentions are or people don't vocalize what their intentions are because they don't want to scare people off. Like, they don't want to block themselves from opportunities by putting up a list of here are all the things that I want and require. So it's really hard
1: sorry. No, you go ahead.
0: Yeah, to me it's just hard to say like everyone's coming in on the same page because I often find like that's not the case.
1: I just see it where it has to be like 50-50. If I decide I'm going on a date with somebody and this is just me, I go on a date and I'm thinking, okay, maybe this will turn into something and then we have intercourse and he sees me as a fling or oh she has she, we had sex on the first night. I can't take her seriously. Then I can't Honestly, I, I can't be upset about that because we didn't talk about, well, this is what we're if, – if we didn't discuss, well, this is what's about to go down or, you know, I'm really only looking to swipe right and get in there or, you know, let's skip dinner or whatever or, yeah, or maybe – unless he has this ruse where he wants to whine and dine me or he tells me these are all the things I want to do and then it's like we have intercourse and I don't hear from him again, then, yeah, that's messed up. Otherwise, I feel like it's – it would also be on me, too. Like, I can't have expectations. If that's the case, if I'm just meeting him and we haven't discussed anything, how can I put expectations on essentially a stranger?
0: Because you, not expectations on just a stranger, but, like, the opportunity of the situation. Like, I feel like we do that with most things.
1: You're like, this is how I would like for it to go. With people we don't know? Yeah. Can you give me an example of the last time you did that with somebody you didn't know? I think like, are you talking about, like, like, like hey, I, I expect the cashier to ring me up the right price at the store? Like, what are you saying exactly? I mean, like,
0: even if a girl is just like, oh, I'm going on this date and I expect the guy to pay. It's totally possible it's he cool won't. either. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's totally possible he won't. But it's just very light. It's, it's, the point is, like, we just go in with certain expectations of things, whether they're guaranteed or not.
1: Right, I agree. People go in with certain expectations, but I don't, I don't find fault in either party if either party gets let down. So,
0: yeah, but part of it that I was trying to to say is is still like a person being a hoe. It's kind of like how they say beauty is in the eye of eyes of the beholder. It's like being a hoe is in the eyes of a beholder. If someone else calls you a hoe based on how they perceive you or what they think of you. Because there's a variation of how many people is a lot of people that you've slept with, or what a person looks like. Like if a person perceives you to be a hoe, then that's where the label of it comes from, and it's not that di- it's not always directly
1: inputted from the own person's intentions or behaviors. I agree with that. I think that's a different conversation from expectations, though. Um, mm. So I know like guy friends who are who think that you know, if you go to church and you're just Miss Goody Two-Shoes, then you shouldn't have any kind of body count. And I have other guy friends who are just like, I don't care. People live life. I got a body count. You know, it's just whatever. So it is definitely, like you said, the perception of the person who is essentially judging you. And that's not cool. <laughs> like, it is a really bad stigma also, as you said, that women get called whores. Oh, I was say whores. <laughs> Oh more whore. often. Whore. Whore. <laughs> She's a more. <laughs> She's a lady of the night. <laughs> Women get the stigma and I've in high since high school I've had the notion like boys are like the biggest hoes I know. Uh-huh. If there's even oh and to me it was even funny then. I'm just like People decide to explore their sexuality or what they like or who they like or how many times they want to A B C D E F G that's their business. And so it has nothing to do with me. And when it comes to my business, my business is my business too. So I if if that's the case then it's the same way. Like it's this is as much as guys can call women host, hoes can call guys um, the same thing hoes can call guys. Women yeah, can, holes call can call guys, guys hoes. <laughs> I
0: know a hoe when I see one because I'm a
1: hoe. <laughs> I'm a I'm a <laughs> women, <laughs> women can also call guys the same thing if they choose to even use that terminology. I just think it's mm. ridiculous that. People are even like like out of all the things to be concerned about, you should not be concerned about someone's body count. And I think that's invasive and intrusive. And I find it silly when people share that information. I feel like in all my past relationships, every single one, the guy has offered up his body count. He's like, "All right, your turn." I'm like, "For what?" (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, "Why did you mind?" All right, that was unsolicited information. I don't know I that.
0: Don't makes, that. <laughs> that makes me think of a few things. I'll talk about the body count thing first because I used to be someone that kept track of that and that felt like it was important to me. And I was saying to um, the person I was having this conversation with, my friend, I was like, I stopped doing that after I left college. Like, that's something <laughs> that I thought was important <laughs> in college. And then eventually, as I left college, I was like, why am I still right. thinking about this? Why? Right. Why? Right. And who cares? and I was like alright I'm done with that Like, I'm like <laughs> if I needed to I could think of it but it's like if it came up I'd probably be like well you're immature why Why do you need to know that it's not like why you're asking you me what that? my health status is you're asking me about a number from people that you will never meet mm-hmm. or interact well, with, or circumstances uh. that like just don't well that's true
1: it's you, okay. you <laughs> never
0: know you never know who you'll meet or run into. So, so I'm like, uh. <laughs> but the other thing you were talking about was the terminology. And so we were talking about how in middle school, I think that was like the first and maybe last place I heard it. There was this
1: term called the village bicycle. Whoa. Right, it's
0: I so bag, right? you never <laughs> heard
1: that? Bad. No, I've never heard that, but I, I can allude to I can assume what it means. <laughs> the village bicycle was
0: a term that they used for girls. That was basically like, it literally was, she's the village bicycle because everybody gets a ride. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> right? And I was just like, dang, like when I, you know, heard it back then, I was like, well, I don't want to be nobody's village bicycle, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then the peop the person that they, I remember who they said it about, but I'm just like, I don't even know if that's true. Like, I don't know that she was ever entertaining. In fact, as I recall, like, I don't remember her entertaining a lot of people like at all, let alone to say everyone gets a ride. But I'm just like, that does feel like a very middle schoolish thing for guys to even do, which is to mm-hmm. seek out the one person that they know they could ride the bike from if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. you don't know what you're doing if you had to i was like if you had to learn how to ride a bike you should learn on the village bicycle because it's probably gonna be (laughs) you don't know what you're doing this is a well-used bike that has taught many people but then Mm -hmm. i'm like that's on you for not purchasing your own bike like for being trash and just saying you're gonna rent the bike that everybody else has like
1: that just sounds
0: crazy. Why are that's you judging true. the bicycle? I'm looking at you crazy for using it.
1: That's true. Uh, but <laughs> I'm just like, because you just reminded me of even high school. I had this rumor start about me, and I was like, what? It was just so far from true. And I remember just feeling okay. devastated when it got around. And I was like, first of all, that's not what happened. Second of all, the person who spread the rumor went to come to me and apologize. And I'm like, that's out my face. You right? already put the rumor out <laughs> there. And the damage like, is already done. And I don't see you making a public apology. Like, the damage is already done. Like, get out of here. And so just just thinking about how even you cannot be a slur or a hoe, a lady of the night, and people can still put some, plant some evil-ass seeds, and they can grow, and your reputation or how people think of you can be twisted just because someone wants to start a mess. It's just ridiculous. Yeah.
0: It's definitely hard dealing with that, what you try to present out in the world for yourself and then how other Mm -hmm. people perceive you. When I went to high school, I wanted to be a flirt. Some people don't want that in their (laughs) life, but I was just like, I went through all of middle school and I never really had any interaction with guys, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, I feel like I don't know how to get a guy. So I went into high school thinking I'm going to try and work on my flirting so that I can – begin to have interesting interactions with guys because I had crushes, I had people I liked, and it was just like nothing nothing ever came from it. And I was like, it must be my game. I must not have no game. So I was like, all right, I'm going to work on my flirting. So then I started flirting, and I started Mm -hmm. to be labeled a tease, which I was even more confused about because I'm like, I don't think I said I was going to do anything (laughs) that I didn't do. But then it's like... Either you will flirt and you get nothing or you flirt a little bit and people, again, have their expectations or perceptions of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then you will tease. And then if you follow through on that, then you a hoe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's like there is no winning for trying. Oh, my goodness. There's a a saying my ex-ex-ex used to say, you can't win for losing or something like that, about, like, just double losing or something like that. And you're right. First of all, I find what you said hilarious because, yes, in high school you were a flirt, but, two, I didn't know that that was intentional. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, we have all these situations that you talk about. And in my head, I, I didn't even think that you were flirty. I'd just be like, she has a lot of situations she talks <laughs> about. That was a practice guy. skill. I put in time and effort for that. Clearly, clearly. Now you're looking back. I, mean, on I that can not tell people that. that that's that's embarrassing. <laughs> that you were trying people, to like, be well, Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't tell people like I'm out here practicing for it. With such and, such
1: and who and that? I don't even think I practiced Like I don't know how my situations happen. I just always ended up in a situation. Like it just boom situation, boom situation. I'm
0: mm-hmm. still like, not hello. convinced I learned the right way to do it because because I'm I i do not have as many situations. Like I'm very good at garnering attention, attention. or garnering yeah. interest, but I'm not as good at keeping it. Although a lot of that is me just being like well this is foolishness so never mind (laughs) like it was like
1: oh no you're not really about nothing we don't have to talk anymore
0: right you were really
1: good at deciphering stuff like that like no that's a foo-foo person this is a foo-foo situation (laughs) I'm just playing with this person you're really good at it so Mm
0: -hmm. maybe I'm not bad at it I don't know but yeah it was It's uh, for all of those out there that may know me from high school and thought that I was a flirt and or a tease just know that was on purpose. That was basically <laughs> part of my educational process in high school. I had to learn how to garner the interest of the people that I was interested in. It's
1: funny. I don't. I don't recall really flirting. I remember like just ending up in relationships. I don't. And I don't even understand how those happen. They just happen. Like <laughs> it's like one day I'm single, the next day I'm not. So I don't even know That's if I, lucky, like I don't I even know. It's, it's not i wouldn't call it luck <laughs> i don't even know like what flirt i mean i feel like i can be even now like i don't i don't know when i'm flirty it's a comedic flirty like like when you remember i have one friend who would like fake like he dropped a pencil then bend over and pick oh, up oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that now like i'm just like
0: oh
1: excuse oh, me <laughs> i dropped something <laughs> right Such a nerd. Uh, I miss him. I don't know how he got girls acting like that. I miss him. (laughs) Listen, he had me wrapped around his little finger. He didn't even know it, and I didn't show it. But listen, if he would have said, "Hey, (laughs) come up here and move up here," I would have been like, "All right, I'm playing my ticket. Let me get my (laughs) (laughs) book." For real, huh? <laughs> listen. Don't say that listen. now. He'll still try to convince me. I mean you. he don't listen. He don't listen to this podcast. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. That was a very nice conversation.
0: So how Yay. do you feel about
1: like do you do you, how do you even feel about the terminology hoe? Do you feel like it's outdated? Do you feel like it's just ridiculous? Do you feel like people are gonna do what they want to do?
0: I think about that song
1: Use a Ho. That's about hey, it. Use a, <laughs> I think about that. um, Oh, I think about hoes in different area codes. Your mom's a hoe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I saw that one the other day. Whoever threw that pencil, your mama's a hoe. I was just like, just like...
1: <laughs> These teachers are be Like the
0: history teacher, <laughs> is out here calling people's moms <laughs> Like disrespectful. <laughs> These kids are disrespectful though. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, oh, but how you go call their mama a hoe. You go call mama a hoe. <laughs> Listen, I, I I'm pretty sure
1: it was warranted. She <laughs> probably had yeah. enough. So, mama is like... Like... <laughs> Listen listen, <laughs> I'm just saying, he probably had enough of whatever those kids were giving him, so uh, it's probably, uh, I can understand the breaking point. Teachers have breaking points. I had one yesterday. day. It was not pretty. Yeah. That's funny,
0: though. Yeah, um, I don't think about it as much as I used to. Like, I definitely think in my younger days, I was influenced by my religious background saying, like, you gotta be modest. You can't show X, Y, and Z in the church. You can't be around the boys. You can't have sex before marriage. You can't do any of these things. Or they didn't call you a hoe, but you know, they said you go to hell or whatever. And then in school, you see girls, like I said, being talked about in a way where it's like, oh, she's a hoe. She did this, this, that with X, Y, and Z. And mind you, that person would be like, her boyfriend, but once people know that she did it, it's like you all. So I definitely let that fuel the way I did some things, which is how I ended up being called a tease because it's like I was flirting, but then I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to do anything. Like, And they're like, well, you're a tease. And I'm like, if you got to be a tease, you got to be a tease. And then I think I just stopped caring about the term because it, I started realizing just how unrealistic and dumb it is. Mm-hmm. and based in how you, you would talk about people from your perceptions of them. And I would make jokes like I would say things that weren't really nice about people, but it, sometimes it was just like based off of no facts. It was just me being dumb or mean or annoyed or whatever. And as soon as you put that out there, it does create that narrative. So I'm like, it's totally possible it's not true. Like I just started asking, well, like, how do you know that? How do you know that's true? How do you know she's a hoe? Does that make you a hoe? Oh, you been with her, so you sound like a hoe.
1: Exactly. Like how you gonna call her a whore and you the person that slept with her? What does that make you? Stupid. Oh, or a stupid with hoe like you a stupid hoe. You you stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> with my ex, we did talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's another song. I just look at hoes in the context of music at this point, <laughs> but. Um, with my ex, we did kind of share numbers cause I was just curious and he, my number was a lot lower than his. And I think he thought I was judging him, which I really wasn't. I was just curious. I'm a curious person. And so then I was realizing again, like how asking people's numbers and creating the narrative of like what a hoe is and isn't really hurts people. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, all right.
1: Whether you have you this, much. had three partners, and you feel like you're inexperienced, or you've had three thousand, and maybe you feel like you have too much experience. Like all of those are not like those aren't the right questions. Questions are: like, Do you care about this person? Do you want to be with this person? Would you like to have memories and experience with this person? Would you like to get to know this person more? Like those are the questions yeah. you need asked and answered, not how many the people you've been with.
0: <laughs> yeah, is the number of sexual partners really
1: going to be? the red flag are really going to be the deal breaker? Right. And what number is good for you? Oh, just one more than me is good. Or oh, too many, too many. One too many is too much. No. like, And who are you to be, chase- act as if you, you're such a chaste person, if you also have had intercourse with other people who are not the person you're trying to talk to now? Like, Make it make sense. Mm.
0: That's why it's better when you don't know. Because as soon as you know a number, you be like, dang. And then a the narrative is created in
1: your head. I'm telling you, every single one of my exes offered up the information. Don't even know how the conversation started, because it never started from me, and then was like, your turn. I was like, my turn to what? No. <laughs> no, we're not doing this. You did it. I'm not doing it. Do you have something for this as a safe space? Um, Yes, it's kind of what I discussed a little bit earlier, where I just, you know, urged everyone to try to be mindful of having, like, your cameras covered up. I've heard more and more conversations about, you know, the invasion of privacy. And we all know, like, our, we we don't own ourselves, honestly. Like, technology and the government owns us. They have IDs on us. They keep tabs on us. They watch our every move. They count our clickety-clacks. They mine our data. They do all that stuff. So if you think you're your own person, you're really not, <laughs> just to remove that veil off of your face. But I just think it's really important to be mindful of um, the ability for, like, the technology to access you without your permission. Mission. I mean, we just click agree and we click through things, but um, I've been reading, not reading, hearing about other cases where people's like camera lights just come on on their computer or their phones like um, cameras are just coming on like without doing anything like no vocal commands no touching of it just stuff turning on so I previously had like tape over my cameras and stuff but I've been using my camera lately so I hadn't thought about it but last night I was in the living room and my Xbox just turned on by itself I didn't tell it to turn on and it, mm. it doesn't have like <laughs> automatic downloads or automatic updates where it should just be turning on so I looked at it and I was like what the hell is going on turn on the TV try to connect it nothing's up on there but it's glowing and it's on and I'm just like Okay, <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like that you're listening. I don't like how right now I can be like, you know, Alexa's always listening, and she'll be like, "What?" or "What do you want?" And I'm like, "See, wasn't even talking to you, but I said your name, so now you're listening to my conversation." So, I just want to encourage people to um, be a little more safe in the little ways that you can. It's not a lot we can do, but in the little ways that you can, to try to keep the little bit of privacy that you have.
0: Yeah. I did the age, aging face thing to see what I'd look like, and I deleted it right after, once I got my picture, and then right after that, they were basically saying it was owned by Russians who were trying to steal our data, and I was like, well, they already had my data, or they already had my face, because they could get a picture off of the internet, but, right, you know, at least I know what I look like now, oh, in case right. y'all were wondering, I look like Whoopi Goldberg.
1: <laughs> so that's what the person that I showed uh, said. They said, you look like she looks like Lucy Goldberg. I was like, she does. You look like Lucy Goldberg? Know? No, you. I showed them your oh, Okay. <laughs> this person, <laughs> without my consent, put my picture in the program and I'm like, that's not even cool because now they're saying, you know, this belongs to Russians and data mining and stuff like that. I'm like, I didn't even have control over that. You put my picture in that uh, little face. I yeah, like, I that's I one that. of
0: those things that I was like, this. they already had stock pictures of some celebrities in there so I was like well I guess it makes sense for the celebrities to do it their pictures are literally everywhere but this just one of those things that was weird to me I don't know yeah
1: <sighs> I saw mine like I said the one I did not give consent to be in the program and it just it first of all it, it was kind of like your comment like this looks like a person that can exist but not someone in my family because I see what the older people in my family look like and it's not that like, I don't mm-hmm. know what it did to my makeup, but it made it look like I put white powder on my face, and then... Of course oh, I said look- all of them got ashy. Everybody <laughs> just get ashy when they get
0: old. <laughs> like, your blood starts pumping less uh, throughout your body, you're closer to death. Everybody just gets ashy when they're old. No amount of moisture. That's why you got to do the moisture now, because when you get older... You guarantee it to be ashy and I'm moist like
1: <laughs> Yeah, so they made my face look hella ashy. <laughs> and they gave me um super crow's feet. And it looked like they added, cause, so it was a body-long picture. It looked like they added a stomach punch. I was like, hold the hell on No, now. that's this is I'm simple. exercising, so y'all need to chill out. <laughs> you don't need to chill out. now. And so the person that showed you was live, I was like, I'm not going to look like that. I guarantee you. Just seeing that picture right now, even more motivation. I'm not about to look like that. So, yeah. That was sad. But it's been fun. I saw everyone else's picture. I'm like, okay. Are y'all having fun. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. So that's all I have for this is a safe space. Yo. <laughs> Fun fact, it used to be illegal in Georgia for women to wear uh wear red. Shoes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you yep. was a, <laughs> She's a whore. You slut. Let's can we? Okay, I want to go back to that. Can you just let's just like fire back and forth like all <laughs> all the disrespectful names you've ever heard against women, like whore, slut. <laughs> can we play that okay. game? <laughs> all right. Okay. What just said?
0: Whore. She's a whore. <laughs> Flat. Tramp. She's a tramp. Harlot.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. Ho. She's a ho.
1: Village bicycle. Oh damn. Oh, there's another name for something like village bicycle. What do you call it? She's a sock. Everyone tried her out. She's a sock.
0: Dang. Um, she's, a. did you already say lady of the night? Nah, you can
1: use it. <laughs> okay, lady of the night. Ooh,
0: she's I got
1: loose. another one. I got one too. She's okay. loose.
0: She's loose as she's a
1: goose. She's loose. <laughs> she's a madam. Ooh. But the madams are the ones that kind of run the tricks. Oh, she's a yeah.
0: trick. She's Ooh, a trick. trick. <laughs> I always in tricks. Trick.
1: <laughs> she's a trick. Everybody know about
0: tricks. Is that what a chicken head is? Is that what a chicken head is? Bob, Bob, Bob,
1: Bob, chicken, 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 Bob chicken. headed, is scallywag. Ain't got no hair in the back. Man, man, who, I feel like a chicken head is more of a disrespectful way to say like you messing. you don't have your life together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I thought like... it was something like
0: you know how chickens be pecking Thought it had something to do with give a head. Oh, like chicken maybe. head. Maybe.
1: maybe. What what hold up? What did they used to call the opposite? Remember they had that song "I don't want no scrubs," but then they came out "I don't want no pigeons." <laughs> yeah, they pigeon, said pigeons, said pigeon.
0: bird. Bird. I know bird, like, bird is like the term too, but they did say pigeons. <laughs>
1: These terms are just so ridiculous, you guys. And we're all saying this in jest. This isn't like, just this is just ridiculous. And I feel like these terms are interchangeable. Men can be harlots. They can be sirs, if not madams.
0: I'm going to look up
1: the oldest naming,
0: like the (laughs) oldest term for a whore, and that's going to be the name of the episode. (laughs) Whatever the oldest version of it I could find is or just, like, the most ridiculous name, that's what the name of the episode is going to be. You have to Google, like, she
1: showed her ankle. Slut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slut showed her ankle. She's a whore. Red shoes in She's Georgia. She wore red shoes. She's mm-hmm. a lady of the night. <laughs> First of all, these terms are hilarious. Streetwalker. Streetwalker. <laughs> Streetwalker. <laughs>
0: She's a working woman. I knew there She's was so a wor- many more.
1: <laughs>
0: Cause they what they say, they're like, That's the oldest profession
1: for a woman. <laughs> She's a working woman. She's the corner girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just ridiculous. First of all first of all, what someone chooses to do with their own body is their business. Whether they want to be with one person, a hundred people, a thousand people or more. That's their business because it's their body. And you are not someone to judge. Do you dig up your butt? Do you dig up your nose? Do you pay your bills on time? Do you call your mama every Sunday? Do you ABCDEFG? Like, (laughs) I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear anybody judging anybody. Like, I just don't want to hear it. Like, opinions are one thing, but I just feel like, first of all, all these terms are just ridiculous that women can be called these names, but when men do the same thing, it's like, all right, I see you, dog, all right, you count the them player, up, play, All right, play. player, player, player. Hey, you bringing Chelsea to the party tomorrow? Oh, you bring bringing Lisa and Seth? What about Sunday? Oh, you bringing Charlotte on Sunday? Okay, I see you, man, damn you. No. <laughs> no. No, sir. No, sir. Yeah. Sorry, right, yeah. I wanted to jump back to that because <laughs> that was really fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun like, oh, think of how ridiculous this patriarchy is. Streetwalker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And what about the men who pay these women to have intercourse with them? Or the men oh, who go John's. out and do it themselves? Oh, yeah, Johns. That's right. Johns. Mm-hmm. But they're just uh, seeing as the men. Well, he's a businessman. Yes, he got money. That's literally a man's name.
0: They just gave them a man's name because
1: it could <laughs> exactly. be any man if that's the case they should be jays not street walkers or hookers we got hookers hookers well hookers are a little different than like she's a hooker that's different from she's a hoe. I nah because it's no. a
0: hooker's just a professional
1: <laughs> professional professional <laughs> oh my goodness so do you want to move on to our underappreciated awards yeah I want to give my underappreciated award to Monique, a.k.a. Mrs. Hicks, Monique the Comedian slash philanthropist slash actress slash podcaster. Her last Um, name is Hicks? Yeah, because Sydney's last name is Hicks. Oh, I had no clue. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like... People like to drag Monique, <laughs> and I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. I'm not saying I'm here for everything she said because I still have an active Netflix subscription, but right. <laughs> I'm not here for the dragging of Monique when everything that I've heard come out her mouth is to support other people and protect other people for the majority. Again, just what I hear. So when I hear, like, people say, oh, Monique's crazy, she just wants even with the whole okay, so let's backtrack a little bit. So in recent years, it was probably a couple of years now. It's not more than a year. Monique had that whole situation where Netflix was basically undervaluing her, and she wasn't going mm-hmm. for it. And then when she, you know, released information, you know, things just got crazy. People kept saying she was asking for too much money. Then you backtrack again. She was saying how she was blackballed because of certain situations involving Oprah Winfrey, Tyler Perry, and Lee Daniels. And when that Information came out, like people again didn't go to her aid. And I just found that very, very sad that she could show receipts, she could, you know, say her piece, and people were still like, nope, nope, we don't believe you, or nope, we don't care, or, nope, we're not going to give you work, or nope, we're not going to pay you what you're worth. And I just think that's messed up because she is a decorated comedian and actress and an active member mm-hmm. within the black community. And I appreciate her work, I appreciate her contributions. And I just feel like we all need to give her her flowers while she's here and she deserves them. She earned them. It's not like, you know, she hasn't earned the respect. So I just want to put it out there that I respect her, her body of work and what she's doing to propel the black community.
0: Yeah. Like nothing that Monique said was ever a lie. Mm -hmm. Even though people try to call her a liar, like you can look that stuff up. Nothing she ever said was a lie. And Mm -hmm. if People's argument was, oh, they just aren't fans of her, and that was it. That'd be one thing, but they did often attack her personally and her character and try to demean her in a way that was just, like, so unnecessary. Because if you're just like, oh, I don't find Monique funny, and that's why I'm not going to go to her show, or that's why... Netflix isn't going to pay her, or why I'm not going to cancel my Netflix subscription, I'd be like, yeah, cool. Because I feel that way about a lot of people. I'm just like, I'm not going to support their stuff because I don't think they're good. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. <laughs> but that's not going to uh. keep y'all from putting money in his pocket. <laughs> He's not the only one, but since I've already uh. dug, you know, my ditch with him, I just might as well keep saying Samuel Jackson. And then okay. eventually, I'll tell y'all the other people that I don't like. Um, <laughs> or or do. Stay tuned. <laughs> More coming. coming <up>, am season two But <laughs> um, with Monique. I'm just like everything that she said was factual and she mm-hmm. continues to try to persevere despite the fact that people yes. hate on her and in her trying to persevere, people hate on that. People yep. want her to just roll over and, mm-hmm. and feel sorry for herself or pretty much beg these people for forgiveness for them doing her wrong and it's just like that doesn't make sense like as much as a lot of us love oprah everybody doesn't have to kiss oprah's butt hello to to be successful in the world like oprah being a gatekeeper for all black people is kind of jacked up yep you shouldn't have to only get oprah's seal of approval for your talent to be validated Nobody wants gatekeepers. Nobody wants overseers. Nobody wants a master that has, you have to go through them in order to do what it is you want to do. You want to be able to be independent and valued because you bring, you know, something of substance. So the fact that she has an issue happen with Oprah and whether she was actually blackballed by Oprah, the way that she was treated because she called them out is like a real thing that happened and very unfortunate. Yeah, I definitely would give Monique some flowers because there are a few things of hers that I'm like, I'm a fan. I find that I found that funny or I found that entertaining, including like even like her talk show. Like I watched her talk show with, back in the day when she had it. She was she brought a little bit of something in or like she inspires me on her weight loss journey. Yes. I'm like, look at you, Auntie Monique. Yeah. And she yeah. still just, like, looks really cute and beautiful. Like, she, especially now, like, the more she works on herself, mm-hmm. despite the fact people are hating on her, I find that really inspiring. Because some people could go into about where they could allow themselves to, the, the fact that people are dwindling on them, they could also give up on themselves and really let that affect their health and the way that they keep themselves up or treat themselves or perceive themselves. And she goes and gets her hair done. Often looks laid with the gray and she has her face beat and she put on really cute outfits and she posts her workouts. And I'm just like, go ahead, money, do that. Do your thing.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Two other things. So one thing you said about Forgiveness, I just want to make a point that if you're not involved in a situation, you cannot determine when someone decides to forgive someone else. You can't determine if they need to forgive in a couple of days. You can't determine if they need to forgive in a couple of decades. Like, it's not your place to decide when it's time for someone else to forgive someone if you're not in that situation. That's the first thing I want to say. second thing I want to say is that Monique said something Um, the other day on her Instagram where she was talking about people were like oh yeah I love seeing you work out I'm going to start one day I'm going to start tomorrow I'm going to start this day I'm going to start that day and she was just like you're going to keep saying that so basically just do it just start like don't (laughs) keep trying to put it off whether it's something a couple of small steps or you're doing whatever it is you need to do but just start and I found that like really inspiring I've been following her uh, weight loss journey too and it's just been like amazing to see her just do this transformation and be encouraging and it's like even when I see her like doing dances and doing choreography she's not like hitting every single move but she's trying you get what I'm saying and I find mm-hmm. that to be so inspiring that at least you're trying like and it's, it's it's not always easier for heavy set woman feeling like I've always been like the fat friend in our group like it's not easy to just always like get up and just start moving or you know what I'm saying like it's not like I'm just trying to say I'm, I'm happy for her weight loss journey I'm happy that she's encouraging other people to be healthier and think about what it is we're doing to our bodies because we only get one Allegedly, in this lifetime.
0: Yeah, and just in the again the conversation you had about forgiveness, Monique never has to forgive Oprah a day of her life because Oprah nope. did something that personally oh, affected foul. her family. Foul. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just it wasn't just the precious stuff. Like it was something that nope. directly affected Monique's family, and yep. in that regard, and Oprah had no business doing that. Nope. It was and time. in that regard, she don't have to forgive her day in her life. She can be mad at
1: Oprah for forever, and y'all yes, should, forever, can get ever. over it. Forever, ever, yeah, because it's not your place to decide when someone forgives. So, yeah, I agree. And maybe some people don't know about that. Like, it goes further than just the precious stuff. Maybe y'all don't know. Maybe y'all need to do your research before just speaking out against people. Yeah. Message, snap, snap. Well, do you have an Underpreciate Award recipient? I do.
0: My underappreciated award is going to mail carriers and workers, particularly those who work on Sundays. So it used to be back in the day that the mailman slash woman person was known for delivering your mail in the hell, sleet, and snow. Now they got to do it hell, sleet, and snow, Amazon two-day pickup or (laughs) two-day drop-off or whatever it's called. Holidays included, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Same day pickup, drop off, all this uh, stuff where they don't get the days off like we do. They don't even do like a regular nine to five. They do, at the, in the morning, they get a certain amount of mail and they got to deliver all that <laughs> to the end of the day. Like, it's all not like, that? well, it's five o'clock. All that? <laughs> Order. It's not like it's 5 o'clock, so whoever didn't get their mail today, that's it. They got to do it until the last box is dropped off. And all of us will be sitting there with our tracking codes like, where's my package? Where's my package? Where's my package? <laughs> and it, it just affects real people. There's someone that we know who is a mail worker, and it's, you know she loses her weekend. She loses... You know, just a good amount of time, especially around the holidays that she could be spending with her family. So definitely want to give a shout out, a toast, an appreciative applause to the male workers, whether it's USPS, FedEx, UPS with the brown shorts, all (laughs) y'all. Yeah, I definitely want to shout
1: out UPS and USPS. FedEx can kiss my behind because they've messed up me and my <laughs> orders. But as someone with a business, it's really important to appreciate and show love to our mail carriers. The other day, my mail carrier texted me, it was like, hey, Ollie. I forgot to grab one of the packages you have for pickup, but I'll get it tomorrow if that's okay. And I just sent a message back. I was like, I mean, I guess. Like, (laughs) nothing I can do about it now, but we do have each other's numbers because I literally have packages going out every day because of my business. So um, just having that good relationship with him or, like, even when I moved but was still, like, nearby, he was like, hey, this is still going to the old address. Like, we were just, like, really, really, really cool, and I'm so appreciative of him, so... Shout out to the Yeah, carriers. that's a
0: real thing. People used to be friends with their male carriers. Yep. Because you would see them all the time. And that could still be a real thing if y'all just yeah. appreciate them.
1: Yeah, and, it, like, they do have a lot of work. And even they've picked up, from what I've been told, they've picked up um, – Delivering amazon orders too so Amazon usually uses a third party like maybe not USps or UPS but USps has gone into contract so now on Sundays they are like mandy said delivering Amazon packages on Sundays now so just because they say that yep. they said they've been saying that USPS has been like been in a deficit like they need money and stuff, but I don't know my stance went up two cents and they're still talking about they're in a deficit so I don't know
0: <laughs> I, I mean
1: Stamps are never Going to go down Let's say They are only Ever going to go up Well no They said they were Supposed to put them Up for a little bit Then drop them back down And they did that A couple Lies. years ago But then they put them Back up So I was like What's the whole point Of this temporary Influx Y'all some liars <sighs> I digress <laughs> Alright Does that conclude The pod for today I do declare Yes Okay, Mandy, I have a question. Yeah. Can you tell the people where to find us?
0: Oh, yeah. I thought you said the real question. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MNO Podcast. You can also email us with comments and questions at Ollie at gmail.com. Please be sure to like and subscribe. To the podcast and f- to this episode. Yeah, so that you know whenever you we listen. drop.
1: Yeah, yes, whenever you listen. Get the notifications. It was great talking to you guys. Bye. Every Bye. Bit, every weekend. every weekend. I, some I some things, but I can't complain because you and I your name. Yeah, I came with
0: gang. Tell me, you